Hello and welcome to episode number three of my podcast, Therapia. Let's talk about life. So today we are going to talk about what would people think? This question that we all have sometimes in our heads. What would people think and why it's never about you? So I say just let's just get started. There are so many ways that we use our imagination and and most of them are productive ones. Um, But let's face it, sometimes we also have this tendency to be creative in ways that could potentially hurt us. Like when I think about all the times that I have imagined horror scenes or scenarios of what might happen if this, if I did this or if I did that or if I didn't do this, didn't do that. Like for example, um, if I went to my boss and asked for a raise, he might think I'm delusional and he might fire me instead. And then I would not have, like, I lose my salary. I wouldn't have that much money. And then I wouldn't have money for the rent. And I might lose my apartment, which is a gorgeous, amazing apartment in the city center. And then, yeah, well, whatever. Um, I might end up on the streets. Well, no, I haven't that that far. I haven't gone that far in my horror scenarios um, yet, but it could have been. Uh, or he could tell my colleagues as well and his boss and what would they think about me being crazy about uh, this race and, and stuff. Or another example could be that if I went to this guy that I like and ask him out, he might think I'm weird or he might laugh at me. He might also tell his friends and what would they think about this. And this sentence, what would people think, is something that... I know very well and also something that I hear my clients, they say it very often um, if I come with a suggestion, for example. Um, And do you want to guess what my answer is when they say that? Yep, that's right. The answer is it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It's not as easy to say uh, and to believe um, as it sounds. But yeah, and and I know it, as I said, very well. Uh, I grew up with my grandma uh, worrying what the neighbors would say all the time. My grandma, she's amazing. God bless her. I love her very much. But this sentence, it has so like such deep roots in in my brain. Um, I don't know if it's a thing that is typical for Balkan countries or but at least in Bulgaria, where I grew up. People seem to worry a lot about what the neighbors might think. I don't think, it doesn't seem to be at least the case here in Denmark. Um, People don't really uh, worry so much about the neighbors, but it's more like in general, what would people think? And again, the answer is the same. It doesn't matter because here is secret number one. What people think and how they react is never about you. It's about themselves. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll give you another example. This one is a, a personal one. So heads up, <laughs> um, a warning. Um, so I had, I had this boyfriend many years ago, um, who was a very good dancer. And every time we went to a party, needless to say, he was very popular on the dance floor. Fair enough. But I cannot remember how many times we argued about him dancing with other girls and not so much about dancing with other girls, but dancing with other girls and enjoying it more than he enjoyed dancing with me. This was the picture that I had in my in my head. And I would say like maybe 99% of all the parties that we went to, they ended up with an argument. 
I would be the one starting the argument, surprise. Um, and I would say some variation of, um, or something in the lines of, you were so cruel, you enjoy dancing with the, her more than you enjoy dancing with me. And he tried every single time, the guy, he tried. But it's not true. Like, how, how do you get this idea? How do you know? How can you say that? You cannot be inside of me and know what I enjoy, what I, what I don't enjoy, and how much I enjoy. But I kept going. I had this idea in my head, and I just, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't listen. So poor guy, he didn't stand a chance. And sadly, neither did our relationship. But, yeah. Well, the film that I was directing in my head, it was he seems to enjoy dancing with the others more than dancing with me. And it meant that that because because of that, he doesn't love me that much or he doesn't love me at all because I'm not pretty enough or smart enough or it will also mean that he'll break up with me at some point um, soon and, and blah, blah, blah. The monkey mind just, just went on and on and on. Um, yeah, really very revealing example. Um, maybe I shouldn't have shared this one, but well, now it's out here. Um, what is important here is, was this about him? No, he was doing his thing and I was interpreting and reacting to something that was inside of me. It wasn't about him and what he was doing. It was about me and how I was um, reacting. So it wasn't about me not being pretty or smart. It was about me being insecure of my own value. And here we are. Hello, low self-esteem. But low self-esteem is a topic for another episode. So we are not going to be um, talking so much about it here. The healthy solution here, if I was 10 years, 20 years wiser... Um, would have been for me to question the thought. So when the thought came, like he enjoys dancing with others more than um, he enjoys dancing with me, I could have asked myself, is this true? And as I know myself, as, as stubborn as I am, I would have probably said, yes, it's true. That would be my first reaction. But hopefully, if you keep asking again and again, can you really know it's true? How do you know it's true? the answer hopefully would change to a no, because the answer is no. You cannot know for sure that is true. It might be, but it also might not be. So the only way in this example I could have known for sure was to ask him. Uh, ask the person who, by the way, was actually saying no is not true. Well, so like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what happens sometimes. Um, another example I was thinking about, and this one is a recent one, um, also from the dance floor. I was at this salsa party a couple of weeks ago, and I was chatting to a guy who had just asked a girl to dance with him. And the answer, like her answer when he asked her, uh, would you uh, want to dance with me or can I have this dance? It was yes. But it's a long song, so I'm not sure if I should. Okay, so she says yes, but she says, but it's a long song, so I'm not sure if I should. So the first thought the guy had could have been, what the actual F, it's a long song, so she doesn't want to dance with me because I'm a bad dancer or because she doesn't like me. Um, and And from there he could have just directed the whole negative movie in, in his head. 
So luckily this guy, he is a person with healthy self-esteem. So he thought that maybe she was tired or, or her feet hurt, which is a real possibility because pretty dancing shoes are not as harmless as they seem. I can promise, I can, I can really promise you that. But the guy, he chose the healthy train thought. So he decided like, okay, he didn't even think about it that much. They had a wonderful dance and both enjoyed it and that's it. So he didn't interpret. He just took it for what it was. Um, why we jump on board of the unhealthy thought train is a good question. And there can be so many reasons and answers to that. Uh, and it might require a longer explanation. And since I'm, I've promised myself and I've promised you guys out there that uh, my podcast episodes are going to be bite-sized, I will not go into that one today. Uh, maybe another time. But what today I'm going to do and I want you to take out of this uh, this episode is this tool, this simple question, which um, it can help you end up that film director career of yours. And the question, the big, the big, small, small, big question is, is it true? Can you really know it's true? It's a simple question. It doesn't require a lot of soul searching or not, not, not even therapy. It's just a question, but it, it works. So if you remember to ask yourself that every time you start directing catastrophe, consequences, uh, uh, yeah, worst case scenarios in, in your mind, just remember that question. So if I go back to the first example about my boss, my boss would think that I'm delusional if I ask for a raise. Is this true? He might think that it's high time to give me a raise and I might actually receive the raise. Or that cute guy that I like it will think that I'm weird if I ask him out. Can I really know it's true? Is this true? Can I really be sure? He might actually think I'm brave and, and he might even say yes. If you feel like going a little bit more in depth with this one, um, you can check out the works of Byron Katie. This is where I first got introduced to this, um, to this method and, and this question. Her book, Loving What Is, could be a good place to start. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, you are so welcome to contact me with questions, comments or suggestions. Lots of love. Bye.